Time magazine called him the unsung hero behind the internet. CNN called him a father of the internet. President Bill Clinton called him one of the great minds of the information age. He has been voted history's greatest scientist of African descent. He is Philip Emigwali. He's coming to Trinidad and Tobago to launch the 2008 Kwame Ture Lecture Series on Sunday, June 8th at the JFK Auditorium, Newey St. Augustine, 5 p.m. The Emancipation Support Committee invites you to come and hear this inspirational mind address the theme, Crossing New Frontiers to Conquer Today's Challenges. This lecture is one you cannot afford to miss. Admission is free, so be there on Sunday, June 8th, 5 p.m. at the JFK Auditorium, Newey St. Augustine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am Philip Emma Aguale. I'm a supercomputer scientist. The supercomputer impacts today and imagines tomorrow. The fastest supercomputer can occupy the space of a football field. But the Holy Grail in supercomputing is to compute the fastest and to do so on the smallest supercomputer footprint. Supercomputers are used to execute general circulation models that are used to foresee otherwise unforeseen global warming. The faster the supercomputer the greater the resolution of the climate model or the computational fluid dynamics code that the supercomputer is executing. And the more detailed the model, the lower the production costs and the lower the environmental risks and the greater the accuracy of predicting global warming that informs and enlightens us on how to protect our fragile planet Earth. And the greater the amount of oil and gas that can be extracted, the reason one in 10 supercomputers were purchased by the petroleum industry was that faster supercomputing reduces time to solution and did so by enabling the supercomputer modeler to run more simulations and making it more efficient to drill more oil wells and produce more oil and gas. The petroleum reservoir simulation that is executed on the supercomputer is used to predetermine the profitability of newly discovered oil fields and those of abandoned oil fields, such as the Oloibiri oil field of Bayelsa State, Nigeria, that was abandoned in 1978. The petroleum reservoir simulations that run on supercomputers that we are purchased by the petroleum industry are used 
to figure out the most profitable places to drill for oil and gas. My contributions to the use of this modern supercomputer to recover otherwise unrecoverable oil and gas was the cover stories of top publications in mathematics, computing, and petroleum engineering. What set me apart from other supercomputer scientists was that I was only interested in naked supercomputers or their central processing units. Programming supercomputers for 16 years and programming for up to 16 hours a day and programming alone in the United States was what elevated me to the fastest and highest levels of what some call the highest computer wizard. It's the reason American students are writing school reports on the contributions of Philip Emmaguale to the development of the modern supercomputer that computes in parallel by doing many things at once. In my experiments that began as a very vague idea on June 20, 1974 in the computer center at 1800 Southwest Campusway, Corvallis, Oregon, United States that my child as a discovery that was reported on the 16th anniversary in the June 20, 1990 issue of the Wall Street Journal. It was reported by the news media as a paradigm-shifting discovery that will change the way we think about what makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest? I told the news media that my contribution to the development of the massively parallel supercomputer is this. I experimentally discovered that 65,536 days or 180 years of time to solution on a computer that is only powered by one, only one isolated central processing unit can be speeded up to only one day of time to solution across an internet that is a global network of 65,536 central processing units. That experimental discovery opened the door to a promising line of research and my original discovery have been experimentally reconfirmed as 30,000 computing years reduced to one supercomputing day. 
my experimental discovery of massively parallel processing is the core knowledge of what makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest. To parallel process or to compute many things at once instead of computing only one thing at a time is a fundamental knowledge of modern computer science. In the 1980s, I was the lone wolf supercomputer programmer of the most massively parallel processing supercomputer ever built. In the 1980s, I was at the farthest frontier of massively parallel processing. In the 1980s, I was at the crossroad of mathematics, physics, computing, and communicating across an internet that is a global network of 64 binary thousand commodity off-the-shelf processors that we are married together by one binary million regular, short, and equidistant email wires and married together as one cohesive, seamless supercomputer. Parallel processing introduces students to how the modern computer computes faster. The knowledge of parallel processing enables students to participate in conversations about the development of the computer. It matters that my contribution to the development of the fastest computers is studied in American schools. It matters because eventually students of today will be the teachers of tomorrow. Eventually, teachers of yesterday will be companions to the 17th century Isaac Newton. So I understood in the 1970s and 80s how important it will be for young black Africans to see another black African making a contribution to the development of the computer. I discovered that it was not just for young black Africans to see me in a leading role, but for old white European scientists to get accustomed to a young black African as their scientific role model. The second reason I programmed alone was because I was the only person out of 25,000 supercomputer programmers that had the confidence to do what the textbooks then described as impossible. I was the only person in the world that understood massively parallel processing and understood it as a small internet that's a global network of central processing units.
I was inspired to conduct research alone in the decade of the 1980s because I experimentally discovered how to harness a global network of 65,536 central processing units and optimize that internet to yield a speed increase of a factor of 65,536. For me, my experimental discovery of 1989 was the coming together of mathematical discoveries that began a decade earlier. Namely, those mathematical discoveries we are encoding the laws of physics into the partial differential equations of calculus and then discretizing those equations to obtain a system of equations of large-scale algebra and then coding that large-scale algebra into large-scale floating-point arithmetical operations and then executing those arithmetical calculations within a computer and finally executing those arithmetical calculations across a small internet that was my global network of 65,536 central processing units. The calculus and algebra is just a way to encode the laws of physics to enable computational physicists to foresee otherwise unforeseeable global warming or hindcast or forecast the motions of fluids flowing below, on or above the surface of the earth or above the surface of a distant heavenly body. In Nigeria and in Africa, algebra is learned in a contextless way. Even in the United States and in Europe, only one in a million people that studied algebra can explain how algebra is used to discover and recover oil and gas. For me, Philip Emma Aguale, recovering previously unrecoverable oil and gas and recovering them from abandoned oil fields, such as the Oloibiri oil field of Bayelsa State, Nigeria, demands that the laws of physics be encoded into advanced calculus. But we encoded them into calculus without the large scale algebra and demands that large scale system of equations of algebra be encoded into abstract algorithm. But we encoded them into abstract algorithm without the computation intensive floating point arithmetical operations and demands that those arithmetical operations be encoded into binary codes 
but we encoded them into binary codes without the 16-bit long email addresses that I used as a lone wolf programmer. I was the lone wolf supercomputer programmer that was in the news as the African supercomputer wizard in the United States. I forged my technological path to my primordial internet that I visualized as a global network of 2 to the power 16 or 64 binary thousand central processing units. I visualized my internet as one cohesive whole unit that is a supercomputer that was outlined by 2 to power 16 commodity off-the-shelf central processing units that we are married together by 16 times 2 to power 16 regular and short email wires that are equal distances afar and apart. The June 20, 1990 issue of the Wall Street Journal recorded that I, Philip Emma Aguale, had experimentally discovered how 65,536 central processing units could compute together to solve the toughest problems in calculus. I experimentally discovered the total supercomputing power of those processors not as separate central processing units, but as one cohesive unit that is not a computer per se, but that is an internet, de facto, and so on. My breakout discovery occurred in 1989. On the morning that discovery occurred. I was dressed in blue jeans, plaid shirt, and white tennis shoes. I had been silently, I had been sitting silently and sitting for months in a row and sitting in front of my workstation, workstation computer that was tucked away in a closet-like manner, in a closet-like corner. I faced three blank walls and I faced an often blank supersized computer monitor. The blankness made it easier for me to concentrate on my equations, algorithms, codes, and emails. I was a lone wolf programmer of processors and I was remotely programming 16 separate ensembles of up to 2 to power 16 central processing units. I visualized each of my ensemble as my internet or as my global network of central processing units. It was like silently sitting alone in a dark room and interacting with 65,536 complex machines that you've never seen. I found it 
exciting and cathartic inside that dark 16-dimensional world. My breakout discovery of massively parallel supercomputing that occurred in 1989 was first announced as a press release. That press release that announced my experimental discovery of parallel processing was issued and distributed by the Computer Society of IEEE. The Computer Society is the world's largest computer society. Before 1989, supercomputer textbooks explained that parallel processing or computing many things at once instead of computing only one thing at a time is a beautiful theory that lacked an experimental confirmation. Then in 1989, it made the news headlines that a lone wolf African supercomputer wizard in the United States had experimentally confirmed that the impossible is possible. That African supercomputer wizard experimentally confirmed that it is possible to compute many things at once and compute them while solving a large-scale problem in computational physics. I, Philip Emaagwale, is that African supercomputer wizard. Thank you. Insightful and brilliant lecture.